Georgia Dow is a therapist, but she's not your therapist. This show should not substitute a personal consultation with a professional. start the show this week. Well, I guess this is the show, but I believe there's going to be a miracle and Steve is going to show up today. What? I believe it. I believe it. I could use a miracle right you now. You could use like a that. miracle? Okay. Okay. A salty Steve a miracle. A salty Steve miracle. <laughs> That's right. If only Steve were on the show is, today is to, like guide the, 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 to guide the, us. To guide us. Like the treat at the bottom of the Cracker Jacks box. That's right. You know, Steve. That's like, salty Steve is the treat. Salty Steve. Yeah. 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 Hey, everybody. Welcome to Disruption. <laughs> I'm your host, Steve Lewis. <laughs> And with me, as always, is Head of Development at Giant Space Cap, producers of Revolution 60, which will soon be out on PC and this version on iOS, Brianna Wu. Hey, hey Steve! How, you doing, Brianna? Well, how did you get here? How did you get here? I thought you were in Vegas doing I, something with I shoes. I am in Vegas. I decided to haul all of my recording equipment all the way to <laughs> Vegas. Wow. I know. Isn't it impressive? Wow. It's commitment wow. right there. That is commitment. I know. I am highly committed to... Uh, what is this show? Disruption. Yeah, that's it. Uh, and also, okay, wait a second. Is, yes, Georgia. Wait Dow? a second, Steve. Steve. Yes. I want a safety question just to know that it's really you. Ready? <laughs> safety question. Sure. Safety yeah, question. You, are you ready? Yeah. The proof of life. <laughs> the question. Okay, okay. Uh, how do you feel about dogs? Uh, I feel like Brianna Wu should have as many dogs as she wants. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She yeah. should have lots and but, but lots of dogs. But you personally, how do, do you, you like dogs? <laughs> Why would you tell um, me how Brie feels about dogs? I, I, you? No, I, 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 Steve Lubitz, do not particularly like dogs. I'm like okay, an odd, unusual person in that regard. <laughs> And, uh, okay, I also don't there. like the Terminator movies for some reason. I don't like Alien movies, but I really, really like Nintendo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I so think it's also Steve. with us today, as always, is uh, let's see, Micah Sargent, operator of a sparkling mind, reimagining <laughs> tech at Mobile Nations, and blathering on and on about nonsense at Integrate and Cartoon Cast. How are you doing, <laughs> Micah? I'm doing all right, Steve. I'm so glad you're here tonight. Yeah, we were worried that you weren't going to be here. Yeah, I, I, I'm really excited to be broadcasting from far away in Vegas. How's Sin City treating you? Uh, well, the, the trick about enjoying Vegas is to, well, they have all this like cool, fun stuff to try and get you into the casinos, like pirate ships and white tigers and stuff on display outside the casinos. And then you do all the fun stuff. And instead of going into the casino, you like just leave. Oh, yeah. Okay. All the free stuff. Okay. I heard you were, you had a real gambling problem in, (laughs) in Vegas and had leveraged all your family's houses and cars. Is that true? No, that would be the anti Steve. Oh, yes. 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 That is, that is is you. You did do that. Steve with a beard. Right. Steve, that's right. That's true. So, also with us this week, as always, is uh, Georgia Dow, a well known psycho. Therapist, senior <laughs> editor at large at iMore, and highly sought after and highly paid, I hope, motivational speaker and purveyor of crowd pleasing hamster tricks. 
<laughs> Georgia, how are you doing this week? <laughs> the, 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 thank you. Thank you, Steve. That's, that's, <laughs> that is um, very accurate. I, Steve Lewitz, am trying to be very thorough this week. Unlike wait, the wait, usual wait. motivational people. speaker, are you? Are you a motivator? Are you really like? Is that really on your CV, Georgia? I do really do that. Okay, hold on. Okay, motivate me. <laughs> do it. <laughs> I'm paying a lot of money for that. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> I'm. Oh my god, that was like. Hooking my soul up to a car was it? battery. Was it good? Was it good? That was, oh my Aww. God, I feel so motivated. Thank you. Did you feel that, Steve Lubitz? I, I feel like this motor, this droid has a bad motivator. It needs to be replaced. <laughs> but no, that's not the no. case. Cause oh, wait, wait, motivation. no, no. Actually, <laughs> Georgia's motivational speech fixed the motivator. Yeah, <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's it. That's, that's, what, right. that's what Steve Lubitz meant to say. Right, I, right, Steve Lubitz. Right, right. You, Steve so, Lubitz, of course. So what's, before we Steve, start what's the show your second, what's your second oh. name? Your second name? What's your second name, Steve? Uh, Brianna's second name is El Presidente del Espacio. <laughs> wait, president. why do you, why, <laughs> Steve, why do you speak for, for, for Brie? Right. I'm not speaking for Brie. I speak for... uh, Steve. Steve. I speak for the trees. Yeah. The only person that speaks for me is my husband, Steve Lubitz. Wait, wait, wait. Your husband, comma, Steve Lubitz, or your husband, Steve Lubitz? No, my my husband is Frank Wu, who's not on this podcast. Frank Wu is the awesomest person on this planet. I I don't agree with that. Um, I think think that Frank would be very offended, Steve, with you, you know, trying to speak for Brie. I'm yeah, just saying, I agree be with careful. That. I agree with that, yeah. So, Georgia, before we start the show this week, I have an apology <laughs> to make for you. I have, <laughs> did you do? over the course of this show, told maybe three jokes about you being a Canadian. Maybe, <laughs> maybe three jokes. Maybe three? And, and I have to say, I had been to uh, Canada before, but I hadn't, like, spent a lot of time there. Like, usually it's just going to a convention and... You know, basically hang out with Americans. So this time, <laughs> I I have to say, it was, I, I swear, it was like, do you know when, like, you say, hey, I'm not going to stay at a Holiday Inn. I'm going to go stay at the Hilton you know, instead. And it's like, everything's nicer. Like, when you check in, they seem to care, and the weight room is nice, <laughs> and all that stuff. Like, that's Canada. Like, Canada, like, America is a Ramada Inn in Canada. <laughs> I really enjoyed all my time there. Did the you? People there were very, Aww. very nice, and the food was delicious. And I really feel bad. I, uh, this isn't a joke. I feel bad about all the static I've given you on the show. <laughs> you know what? The funniest thing is that Montreal is not like that. Uh, people in Montreal are slightly rude. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, what is Canadian rude, though? They're 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 thoughtful in that, but we have a little bit more of a big city. Like if you bump into someone in Montreal, they no one says anything. The polite oh. thing is not to say anything. No one speaks to anyone else, and that's like the polite thing to do. So when I go to the states and I nudge someone by mistake, they'll be like, "Oh, I'm so sorry," and then I feel like, "Oh my god, I should say sorry," but it's just because, right. like big city things, people are just always bumping into each other and you say <laughs> nothing. So it's uh, it is a little bit different. It's a little bit more Parisian. Yeah, definitely. But Bless the part you. I couldn't figure out is when, and Mike, I'd love to know your opinion on this because you. 
you're not Canadian, but you are polite. Um, so when, when I was being driven to the airport, you know, like I went and I got, you know, like a very nice car service and all of that. And they, they put my car in there and I'm my bag in the car. But then this is what I couldn't figure out is I got in the car and the driver said, do you mind if I listen to the radio? And I said, no, I don't. And then he turned on Justin Bieber. (laughs) And I had to listen to a lot of Justin Bieber driving to the airport. And this is like a 40-year-old man. And I'm like, I thought that was rude. I thought it was un-American. And disrespectful. Well, you so, could have heard Anne Murray or Celine Dion instead. I, I I would have tolerated that. But Justin Bieber, and the name of the song was I'm Sorry, which was like... <laughs> hey, hey, Georgia? Yeah. Georgia? <laughs> I know, I'm not saying anything, Georgia, and I'm like, you, oh no, Micah knows. <laughs> do you think now is a good time to tell your story <laughs> to, to Brie? Okay, I'll tell you the what? story. So, what? What? I want what? a story. What? It's no. a Canadian so, thing. And of what? course, for Steve as well. So here we go. So I'm in I'm in the radio, I'm on, in the car and I use Shazam to find my songs. And I'm like, "Oh, I really like this song. I've been singing it a lot loud with the windows open." <laughs> and so I Shazam the song and I'm like, "Oh, yeah, yeah." And then I'm like, "Oh my god. It's a Justin Bieber song." Oh! <laughs> and I, was, I was dying. Oh. I was like, "No." Oh, you can't. Oh, you can't show George Dow. I did. I did. It was like that was oh, it. Here I go. <laughs> well, no, 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 no. What? Leave that out. Leave that out. How rude. Oh, my God. That is an FCC violation. Oh, my God. And after that, I, like, turned down the music. <laughs> but I, I, I uh, you know, it's still on my list of stuff to maybe download. And I was like, oh. This is horrible. Oh, Anyways, Georgia. Yeah. Thanks, Micah. Micah, Thanks. I think Georgia needs a punishment. What would be a suitable punishment? Doing hmm. this show? Oh. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh. Salty Georgia. Salty Georgia. <laughs> Salty Georgia Dow. Oh, my God. Okay, so. <laughs> Steve, I'm not used to you just launching, you know, uh, launching out those shouts. It's it's new. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> Oh, I like this. This, this is a special salty Steve. <laughs> special. Yes. What? I, Steve Lewitz, am not acting in any way inappropriate or unusual for Steve Lewitz. <laughs> salty no, snowflake right? Steve. Are the Steve Lewitz on your planet similar to the ones on mine? I hope so. So, so, so we, should, uh, we should start the show this week. So the first thing we wanted to get to this week is to kind of cover Google I.O. a little bit. You know, here on Relay, there it tends to be a very Apple-centric network. But, you know, there's been a ton of really interesting news to be, uh, you know, coming out of Google I.O. this week. You know, there's been, um, you know, hardware announcements with GoPro and, you know, uh, Google uh, VR products and are now using Unreal Engine, which is a real get for them, you know, uh, Nest is basically being competed by uh, another part of <laughs> Google, like Google Home. Like they're cannibalizing their own uh, part of that. But, you know, Micah, this was a, a topic you wanted to touch on a bit. So I guess my question to you is like, what was the really big news out of Google I.O. that really uh, you know, struck your fancy? Uh, I think kind of the last thing that you touched on there is the thing that stuck out to me. Uh, so, so we've been hearing a lot about the drums and the drama. Uh yeah. 
relating to the drums. Ne- That's how the cool kids say it. That is how the, the cool drums. kids say it. The ones who don't yep. listen to Justin Bieber. Um, so yeah. oh. we've been hearing a lot oh. of drama out of uh, Google and its, you know, its little project. Wow, its little project company Nest, uh, and and how you know they they just really aren't doing that great. It seems, and and Nest is kind of uh, lost a lost puppy without a, a home, and. So, like, to add insult to injury, we're watching, you know, the, the keynote and we're, we're seeing all of the new stuff that's supposed to be coming from Google. And then suddenly Google is like, yeah, we've got this thing called Google Home, which is essentially an Amazon Echo, except made by Google. And it just, I don't know, it just stood out to me as... Why, you know, why isn't Nest the one kind of taking the taking charge on this? And also that uh, Nest Cam that I just bought not too long ago is is that going to be able to be used in a year from now when Google is just making its own products? I don't know. This yeah. uh, this just stood out to me. So what what are your thoughts? Well, I mean, we just bought five of those too Nest Cams. We love them. We live in a total Bichon surveillance state. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's wonderful. Bichon awareness. Beep. Beep, it's true. Beep, it's true. Bisha like we, is in the room. <laughs> we have the. We, it's, a, it's it's. There's no justice system in the Wu house for dogs. Um, but no, I really agree with that, Micah. Um, no, I do think it's worth saying the Nest products are generally more about. Um, you know, it's like carbon monoxide detector and a thermostat. Mm-hmm. And you know, even though this is for your home, uh, you know, currently it's more of a NLP, like you know language things kind of more uh, competing with Alexa. Mm-hmm. But if you read the the stories that came out in the information, um, you know, there were some really troubling allegations about, you know, Tony Fidel, who is, you know, kind of commonly called the father of the iPod and his inability to run this company, mm-hmm. the very toxic uh, management uh, structure, the regrets of the people that actually made Nest that was a wildly successful product when it was acquired, um, you know, drop drop cam rather, uh, how they really regretted selling it to Nest. And basically it was a story of a, a culture that was broken. Like what was most surprising is that they actually went and spoke with the information, like airing all their dirty laundry. Yeah. Um, to me, one of the most important, interesting things about that story was when they were talking about the uh, the the financial structure of Alphabet now, you know, Google's major subsidiary and how they were really cracking down on different, you know, holding them to separate budgets and things like that. So I think at the very least, um, it it should give anyone a lot of pause about Nest. Now, maybe they're going to like acquire it and bring it under like a Google umbrella. But I mean, how do you feel about it, Micah? Uh, I mean, I'm feeling that same way. I'm I'm a little concerned simply because, like I said, I did just buy that uh, Nest. Nest Cam, and I was reading something by Jason Snell recently where he was talking about his uh, Nest thermostat, and I've been thinking about getting a smart thermostat because the one that I have right now is just a dumb thermostat, and it keeps giving me trouble. Uh, it's beside the point except to say that oftentimes when I'm trying to make it cold in the house, it decides Ooh, that sorry, it's not... Sorry, I really didn't mean to do that. I'm sorry. How rude! Georgia, so unprofessional. Oh, oh no. my god! I should have seen. I almost. 
dropped my phone. <laughs> She's like some kind of I'm American sorry. right now. What is this? Oh. Steve, Steve, how do you feel about what Georgia just did? Do you think I think weird? it's unacceptable. Yeah. I think Georgia deserves to be punished with some trivia questions. <laughs> and if she doesn't get them right, then she doesn't get to speak for the next. Let's go uh, back to the nest. Uh, Let's go back to the okay, nest. Georgia, I was listening. Um, no, in Final was... Fantasy VII, what is <laughs> Tifa's last name? Oh, that's a good Five seconds. No, I don't know. Three. Ever ready. Ever ready. Okay. Short. Georgia. Okay. Okay, so, Michael. So Micah, you no, you can't about... talk. That's the rule. Yeah, Micah, you, you go. Jinxed. Go. So. Yeah, I, you know, I tried to turn on my my air condition. I'm so worried. I'm like terrified. I've got J- Justin Bieber anxiety now. It's going to start playing all of a sudden. But I turn on my AC and it, it's like, hey, I'm not ready to turn on yet. So I'm going to make you wait like 45 more minutes and then I'll turn on. Which, oh what? I, what? Anyway, so I'm wanting yeah. to get, you know, a smart thermostat and have been thinking about either the Ecobee or the the Nest. And you know, this just gives me pause because, yeah, it's very easy to see Google kind of either just getting rid of Nest and saying, hey, you're not really doing a good job making us money and you're putting all this drama in front of us, et cetera, et cetera. Or like you said, absorbing them, um, in which case, how do the current, you know, a bunch of cameras and things like that work? Because we don't know. I mean, Nest bought Dropcam and then they both came under Google's umbrella and it was easy to rebrand it as the Nest Cam. But then will it be re-rebranded as the Google Cam or what's that? And will people buy a google cam <laughs> anyway so yeah so, I, i'm just a little I don't concerned agree with i guess that because one of the things that's like held up their engineering culture there and you know if you had a lot of nest products you would see this is drop cam had a certain protocol to talk to each other mm-hmm. um nest has been kind of developing their own proprietary um you know protocol so the thermostat can talk to different devices in Mm -hmm. the house and you know this is a a very sophisticated thing like i don't know if you do this with your nest cam but like when i'm away from home on a cellular network like you can call and talk to your dogs in the kitchen (laughs) i do it yes that's actually a very sophisticated um you know thing so i think what they've been working on what they've built up their IP in the last few years is this kind of infrastructure Mm. that's all through the Nest family to kind of get ready for other devices. So it's my belief that if you look at Google historically, they do get an API and a protocol and tend to like build on top of it because Mm. that's what Google does very well is scaling infrastructure. So I actually feel very confident about that. But you know, I'm wrong wrong all the time. (laughs) We all are, Brie, especially Georgia. And that's why she can't talk right now. I just do don't want to. I just want to turn on my phone and, and end up. Um, Seriously. Yeah. No. I think that when you buy something from a large company, you would expect that it will be supported and supported in a comfortable amount of time, so that you're not going to have to have these worries. Versus when you buy something and it's a Kickstarter, or it's something that's from a really tiny company. Yeah. There's definitely a risk that it's not going to be able to support itself, or the company's going to go under, and then everything that you have hooked up to it will be the same thing. And so. Hopefully, uh, everyone that has a Nest will not have to worry about it. I use an Ecobee, though. Um, Do you like I it? Love. What is that? Ecobee is the same thing. Yeah, it's a it's a smart thermostat, and it works really well, and we've been really comfortable with it. And how do you know that you have a thermostat that is it works well and you're comfortable with it is that you don't know that it's there. And so we set the times when we're on vacation, and it's just effortless and it's really easy to use and it's been exceptionally stable so Mm. we're really happy with the ecobee 3 
Awesome. Awesome. All right. So uh, do we have any sponsors this week? We are sponsorless this week. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, did you have That's a segment right. to go so, with Steve, the sponsors? What do you feel about no, that? No, 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 no. Yeah, Steve, how do you feel about that? I, I think that... I think that Facebook should make more ads about dinosaurs and spaceships and send them to me. Because if they're going to be looking at all my posts and like personalizing ads, they should they should know that I like dinosaurs and spaceships. That's a very relevant opinion, Steve. Thank you. <laughs> I don't need ads that don't have dinosaurs and spaceships. All right, all right. All right. So the second topic we wanted to talk about. This week. like, all right, all right, let's move. On. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We gotta move on. So the second topic we wanted to talk about this week is, um, you know, there's been kind of, it almost grew out of Gamergate, but this is not completely a Gamergate thing. So, you know, Polygon, uh, which is a game company that, you know, my co-host on Rockets, Mund Rushfor, works for, had, I'm not going to call it a scandal, but they were dealing with some nerd drums this week as um, they brought a Doom preview video out. And basically, people came forward and said, uh, you know, id, um, you know, now acquired by Bethesda, said, you can come forward and, like, record a gameplay video of this. What you're going to need to do, though, is you're going to be limited to an hour. So they shot an hour of Doom. And, you know, you can look at it from a certain way that the person playing it was not hyper-skilled. Um, you know, like they weren't terrible, but it was just like, it was someone of kind of average FPS ability playing it. And what, uh, ended up happening is Polygons have been absolutely savaged, absolutely savaged online. And a lot of, you know, Total Biscuit has gone after Polygon, you know, game ranks, a lot of the, you know, kind of people I personally associate with toxic gaming have really been critiquing Polygon over this video. So, George, I want to ask you, like, you read about this story. Uh, it kind of seems to be about um, basically making fun of gamers that are not as talented as you feel like you are. Before we do this, though, Micah, um, we had a reader that wrote us this week, uh, last week, actually, and said they felt that we all agreed on this show far too much. So my requirement for you in participating in this topic is you have to disagree with everything George just said. So oh, great. I don't care how much you agree with it. So, Georgia, how do you feel? How do you feel about this? And I've been so caught up in you're wrong, Georgia Dow, and so yeah. is Justin Bieber. <laughs> yeah. Do you think yeah. that we, if we played it for long enough, he'd like actually like send us a letter saying you can't use my songs on your show? <laughs> I think Justin Bieber has better things to do, like get more <laughs> tiny tattoos. How do you feel about this? Like, um, you know, because I couldn't help but read this story and. You know, one of the great ironies of gamer culture to me is, you know, we all felt, or at least I did, I felt very picked on and bullied as a child. And it really seems to me as an adult that there's a very gleefully bullying, um, like, attitude in a lot of gamer culture that really pushes me away. So, I mean, you read some of these stories. How did how do you, how do you feel about this? What's your read on it? So when there's like a lot of reasons for this, and I'll actually give also the other side, um, sure. though Micah can disagree with that yeah, side Micah too. Micah should. Oh yeah, boy, I've got to disagree with both sides. Both sides. Yeah, got yeah. it. This is dumb. All right, I'm taking notes. That's why we have him. Yeah. Um, it's that you know when when you have a lot of um, when you get really good at something and you carry a lot of your self esteem in that skill, it's and and perhaps that's one of the few areas that you feel good. 
and you enjoy that, to see other people that are not as good as you, it kind of like if you've been pestered and bullied, it sometimes feels good to be on the other side and get to do some pestering and bullying and, and be able to be higher on the mountain than someone else. And it happens a lot to people even when they've been bullied and teased and gone through hardship. And and I think that we've all spoken about being bullied and teased and different feelings that we've had. And so I've I've bullied other people too. And I, you know, it was... And I, I look back and I go, really, why did I do that? And I could think back and say, you know what? Well, I'd been bullied for so long. I think that it just felt good not to be the person that was bullied at that point in time. And I was angry and frustrated and all of the other things. And so we can sometimes lash out because of that. And so in gaming, it's a pretty safe way because people hold a lot of skill in their level of being able to play something. And then to see someone... Now, I watched the video and I'm like, I don't know. It didn't seem that bad to me. So I must yeah, be a really right? it's horrible not that big a deal. player because yeah. I was like, you know, like they weren't like epic. I wasn't like, wow, that was really. But I think that they were a pretty average to me player. They played for 30 minutes and it was a pretty straightforward game. And I think I got a nice game view of how the game is played and what is there. And right. it would be nice because for me, it didn't make me feel bad. So I wouldn't be like, this game is going to be so hard. And when I play it, I'm not going to feel bad about myself. So right. I'm like, oh, I was a little bit worse than this person, probably. And so we like to jump on the bandwagon and, you know, talk about how other people are worse because it makes us feel better. Yeah. So, Micah, I mean, clearly George is taking a, an anti, you talk about being the anti-bully sentiment Yeah. There. How do you feel about yeah. it? Yeah. You know, I've been, I'm listening to everything she's saying and like my eyes are in pain. I'm rolling my eyes so much. First of all, <laughs> like, we just need to put this out on the table. There's, there's no such thing as bullying. Bullying is not a real thing. <laughs> It is, I'm convinced it is a a thing that's been created by people that want to destroy America. Uh, Secondly, let's be real. That video was like that, that player was terrible, absolutely terrible. And it made me feel terrible. We, we, you know, George is over there talking about how, oh, it made me feel so good. Yeah. I feel so great about this because I can, no, I felt terrible. I felt sick to my stomach. It was awful. And what was this? about jumping on bandwagons like bandwagons don't exist either they're just as real as bullying which is not real at all so i I rest my case i think that's well said i think that's well said thank you so So, yeah so do you want to so but there's there's an interesting thing because this is something that's really pervasive in our culture bullying is very very common and so most things that are really common in our culture good or bad there's reasons for it to exist and probably at some point in our history it was beneficial to us so here we go onto the bullying bandwagon that doesn't exist. Um, <laughs> it's a double so, negative. Right, right, right. Which means it does. It's real. Um, so when we used to live and it was a really dangerous part of the world, people's skills at doing things would actually mean yes or no to our survival. And so we become, we're very picky and very, um, we notice differences in skill so greatly And we'll talk about it, discuss it, because if someone is really bad at using a hammer or a bow and they're the person that are going to be protecting you, it is important for us to know what their skill at this is. And that's why we pay attention to these in the first place, because you want the people that are going to be better fighters, better food gatherers, smarter to be able to be the leaders, the people that are going to be the ones that keep us safe. And... The world used to be a really horrible, horrible place. And so 
the bullying also was somewhat protective to be able to help us grow a thicker skin. Now, it was not supposed to be in the levels to destroy us and wasn't supposed to be used in a manner of cruelty. But there is a reason why it is exceptionally pervasive and pervasive in all cultures, by the way, which, yeah, there, there isn't a culture that I know of. And again, and I studied anthropology and cultural even anthropology. Canadian culture? <laughs> Unfortunately, even in, we're nice bullying, but no, we still we still do bullying. We're like that person didn't say sorry quick enough. <laughs> um, yeah, it's horrible. It's cruel. Um, yeah, yeah, exactly. And so, so there's a reason for why we bully and pick on people as well. And and in certain ways, it's preventative. Having you know, living a rough life when times are rough, it kind of gets us prepared for what the world is going to be like when we leave to it. And so it doesn't really, like, the world is relatively safe for most people in the world, people that are, like, you know, first world problems, but we are very lucky for being able to have those problems that, you know, it's no longer a necessity to us. And so it just kind of is cruel and, and breaks us down. Yeah. Micah, how do you feel about that? Yeah. <laughs> So this time I wasn't rolling my eyes because I got tired of doing that. So I just sat here kind of tapping my foot in anger. First of all, let's go to that one point Ms. Dow made about how the world used to be a horrible place. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so false. Have you ever looked at history books to see what the world used to look like? It was like friggin' unicorns and raindrops everywhere. It was beautiful. The world was a great place back then. And then she wants to talk about how the world is safe now. Have you ever seen a nuclear bomb? Come on, Georgia Dow. Have you ever seen a koala? Come on, Georgia Dow. Have you ever seen a Georgia Dow? Come on, Georgia Dow. This world is not safe. And, and let's talk about how you said that, you know, everybody has their own skills and everybody's good at this particular thing and that particular thing. No, everybody has the equal same amount of skills. Everyone can pick up a hammer and use it. Everyone can pick up a knife and throw it at a wall. Everybody's got the same skills. And we're talking about, too, that, you know, you want uh, the strong people to be the leaders and you want, uh, you know, the, the people who are good at uh, boxing to be the boxers. I don't want anyone else being stronger than me. I'll do all those things. I'm not trying to find other people with skills. No, no one is as good as I am. And Mike then lastly, all the people. I, I am all the people, and that's why I can, you know, very clearly and very honestly say this last thing. We're talking about cultures that Georgia, she says, oh, I've never heard of a culture that doesn't have bullying. Look around you, Dow. Every culture doesn't have bullying because bullying isn't real. <laughs> I think Mirror Micah is. I love Mirror Micah. This is, we might this have to bring amazing. back Mirror Micah, Micah with a beard. I love. I really enjoyed Mirror Micah. Micah, what do you think of that? I hate him. He's the worst. <laughs> Salty Sergeant is the worst. Yep, I agree with that. I, I guess the the thing I'd say before we kind of move on is, you know, there is a real assumption that harms our industry. In, in a financial sense, I'm not even talking culturally, that we assume that everybody is comfortable with uh, two controls, like one joystick for camera, another for motion. I can show you play tests from major, major companies where they bring in normal people and they're utterly befuddled by this. Mm-hmm. So the, the main thing that people have critiqued in that video is the person being not so great with the camera controls. And my message to these 
people making fun of them is saying, you can be excellent at many, many games and be a hardcore gamer and just be bad at that thing. My husband, Frank Wu, who's not on this podcast today, is one of the world's... Frank Wu is awesome. Uh, he is one of literally the world's best Peggle players. And I say that in like an objective scientific is, sense. Is, is he better than you, Brie? No, he's okay. but But, you know, he, he Salty struggles. Steve, how do you feel about that? I hear Frank is actually better at Peggle and, oh, and Street Fighter than okay. Brianna. Okay, that's that's not true. And but, Tekken 6. And Tekken 6. Uh, my point is, you know, this is a very narrow skill set. And if we were being honest, it's kind of a dated skill set. The momentum of the industry is away from those kinds of games. So I, I just think it's elitism. But more than that, I think it's bad game design to be really honest with you. And, like, it's a game type that I will always be comfortable with, um, but, you know, I, I don't think it's going to be the future 10 years from now. So, uh, Micah, do you want the last word? Yeah, I agree with everything you said. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, awesome. All right, so for our last topic today, before we move on to reading your awesome, awesome, awesome reviews, Steve, you have some yes. major announcements today. Yes, I do have some show. major announcements. Okay, My major announcements, bound, which are binding. legally binding yeah. because of <laughs> I am I, Steve Lubitz am I. And so, number one, all of my disruption sponsor money is uh, going to be going to Brianna Wu. Okay, great. Because she totally uh, deserves it. That's right. Uh, legally binding. Also, legally binding. Uh, all my kids are getting um, a th- a threefold increase in their allowance. <laughs> and uh, they, should re- they should remind uh, me of this next time they get their... Uh, I'm buying Maureen a, a Tesla. All right, Maureen is Tesla. Tesla. Yeah, Tesla. And puppies for everyone. Puppies! Are you going to be buying puppies? Everyone who wants a puppy can get a puppy. What about your three daughters? They each get a puppy. They only get one puppy. Unless they want more than one, then they can get two or three each. That's great. Puppies! How sweet. Steve, I'm so happy. Okay, that's Shaving good news. Haircut. That's good news. <laughs> All right, so, Micah, this uh, final segment of the show today, you had some thoughts on this. Uh, you wanted, uh, you were showing me some uh, reviews from international listeners. Do you want to tell me about that? Gotcha. Uh, so, yeah, w- you know, we had been talking uh, a while back about how we were going to read some international <laughs> reviews. Um, for those who don't know, whenever we go to iTunes in the U.S. store and we look at reviews, we can only see the U.S. reviews. And uh, Dow up there in Canada can only see the Canadian reviews. Um, so we Sad. all can't quite see, you know, very easily at least, all the different reviews that are coming in. And we had somebody reach out on Twitter. Uh, apologies, because that was a while ago, and I can't remember who it was. But they said, hey, are you seeing the other reviews as well? And they were kind of feeling left out as uh, Brie goes through and and reads them. So we found a service that lets you look at all the different reviews. And uh, Brie has picked out some today to to read off. So I'm really excited. I'm looking forward to hearing what what they have to say. So this this review is from uh, The Spicer uh, in the UK. And he says that we are the podcast of the century. Or she. Or she. It could be she. 
this podcast is my own personal comedy machine for ages. I've been searching for something to listen to that's funny, inspiring, and all-out wacky. I promise you, if you're looking for a podcast to make you smile and still learn something, then Disruption will be able to. These four amazing people, including you, Steve, uh, <laughs> make, make you smile and still learn something every single week. Push the subscribe button or there will be, or Brie, spelled B-R-E, will come for you. <laughs> that's, that's a better spelling of my name. <laughs> um, okay, so let's see. Another one I really liked is technology and culture on the fun side. This is from some country. I don't understand with the maple leaf on the flag. Uh, <laughs> the most enjoyable time you will have listening to this podcast. You will come away literally feeling giddy. I feel like there's some a verb missing in there somewhere, but you know that's okay. We'll we'll, we'll get over that. Yeah, use verbs, verbs there. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. This is the best review I think. This is from an Australian. The koala wars have begun. <laughs> By morgue slash musician. This show is a hate crime to koalas everywhere. Listen to at your own risk. Seriously, wonderful podcast. And the final one, because I lied about the last time. A message from Canada. You've made a grave mistake letting Dow on your podcast soon. Your podcast will be ready for the harvesting. It's also a good show. I don't agree with that last point. Thanks for writing in. We appreciate that. So... Just to, because I wasn't here last week, I just want to stress the doom that will be visited upon your family. Seven plagues, seven deadly plagues, unless you go review Disruption right now. Yeah, I've got to tell you, if I see four stars on there, oh my God, it is going to be on like Donkey Kong. I want to see five stars (laughs) or one star. Just pick one. Don't don't like like try to waffle in the middle. So yeah, thank you. We appreciate that. Beautiful. Oh, beautiful. Thank you all, all so right. much. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we put out a call last week. Uh, Georgia tried to get people to write in short stories that I would then have to read, but luckily no one sent in any shorts or thank sorry, God. sing, sing, not, not read. Sing. Uh, sing. so we thank goodness songs. there weren't any short stories, but there were a few poems that I promised to read dramatically. So <laughs> here is a poem from our dear friend Slinger Tail on Twitter. And he writes, Who's the one who does the screaming and all the hilarious scheming who will see Rev 60 through that badass Brianna Wu? If your Hearthstone deck is lacking, if Nintendo needs some backing, if some haters cause you grief, you can count on Salty Steve. Here, oh, that infectious laughter, plus psych knowledge much sought after. Through some orcs, boy, does she plow. Best make way for Georgia Dow. Who's the new kid in the group? One hour hearts in one fell swoop. Minting words till they're quite argent. Holy cow, it's Micah Sargent. Who's that waving from his tank? Special mention goes to Frank. That's the end, just so you know. And oh yeah, go rate the show. Beautiful. Was that not just incredible? That was really good. I really wish Frank was here to hear his uh, little mention on the show. Oh, that's too bad. It does occur to me, though. Like, what rhymes with sergeant? Like, that's really hard. Argent, yeah. And I don't know of any other other words. Argent. 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 Ardent. Sergeant. 
<laughs> not many things or lubits actually uh slingertail was like hey sorry about that but there's not much that rhymes with lubits so he went with salty steven said which is brilliant yeah. and and you know That's a, a smart call. decision to make uh we've got another one from uh our dear friend lucas on twitter as well and he writes a short little limerick there once was a man named Steve, whose tactics we couldn't believe. In Super Smash Bros, up the charts he goes by beating his children with ease. <laughs> Not physically beating, but beating them on us uh, on Nintendo. Uh, I, and, I just want to repeat on the show, like we saw Steve, like, you Steve Lubitz saw hey, this because you Lubitz. were like going <laughs> after your own. I did. I did. did yes, Steve, Lubitz. Steve Lubitz. Oh, going well, after uh, your yeah. own children in Smash Brothers. You remember that for easy uh, points. Like you're. Yeah. Terrible, terrible. <laughs> and last, last but not least, our dear friend Charles, who's written both a haiku Charles. and I forget what the other one is. Uh, but here we go. <clears throat> haiku. Oral therapy rebranded as disruption. Rate the show five stars. <laughs> <laughs> I counted it. The syllables are all in place. Okay. Here, here's the other one. Have you subscribed <clears throat> to the latest podcast? New name, old crew, listen at your risk. Tune in Tune in to the Relay FM broadcast, talent that would not fit a compact disc. Bree is developer and a founder, Pagel champion Frank Wu troublemaker. Georgia giggles full of VR wander, collects board games as a fresh icebreaker. Steve finds the time to record and edit, but Mega Man and Hearthstone owns his heart. Micah was a guest till he gained credit, now reads ads and acts as the young upstart. Please use sponsor promo code disruption. If people ask, <laughs> there is no corruption. Yay. Thank you, Charles. That's good. That's good. Yay. But you should really use the sponsor code rocket. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's great. That's great. That uh, is so a, Steve Lubitz, where yes. can people find you online this week? Uh, they can find me at, at stevelubitzisawesome.com. No, but what's your Twitter handle? Uh, <laughs> wicked good. Wicked good? Wicked I'm just sure? impressed yeah. that he... <laughs> Wicked good! Wicked good! Okay. That, that is the way to say it. Like Sega. Wicked! So, uh, so, Georgia, where can people find you online? Georgia underscore Dow. All right. What about you, Micah? You can find me at Micah Sargent. Fantastic. You can find me at Space Cat Gal or derailing and destroying other uh, financial enterprises. So... <laughs> This episode of, you know what? I'm leaving the show today. We're going to do it with the rocket sign out. What? This episode of Disruption is terminated. Boom! Terminated. Micah? All right, Georgia? <laughs> no, you have to say terminated or it's that not was over. My, that was my button. Beep. That was it. Please leave a message at the... <laughs> okay. Yeah. Oh, wait, wait. I'll say, I'll end it with an inspirational. Do it. <laughs> yeah! All right.